So this is Friday the 13th, part 3, and it definitely has a bit of a different tone from the onset. Um, so I love the opening with the rando characters um, that just happened to run into Jason. Um, the wife and the other guy, the store owners or whatever. Um, that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So I could tell that they were definitely trying to go different with this one. Um, obviously they still end up at the, uh, camp, but, um, it was clear that they were wanting to not just rehash the same stuff over and over again. Which, that opening scene is immediately followed by a funky theme song version. Um, and it's, uh, fun. It, yeah, definitely, like, I can feel they're lightening up on the tone a little bit, going a little goofier, um, I mean, as goofy as you can with a serial killer, but, uh, yeah, so I think it works in favor of these movies, um, having a little bit of a lighter tone definitely helps to, uh, increase the believability, I guess you could say, or maybe the suspension of disbelief, um, because there are quite a few things that happen in this movie in particular, and these movies in general, that you might say, hey, wait a minute, there's no way that could happen in real life, um, which my, probably my favorite kill of this movie would be the where he s crushes the guy's skull and his eyeball pops out that's uh, a good one but obviously that's um you know that's not gonna happen um but i know a lot of the things they did here were f to serve the 3d gimmick um which you know I wish I could have seen it in 3D. I think that would have been fun. Um, yeah, this is the last one that I actually saw uh, until the most recent two. Um, the other ones I have not seen, so I'm excited going forward. That'll be fun. Um, but one thing... Uh, I found it interesting in this one is that they definitely kind of increased Jason's abilities a little bit. Because, uh, you know, originally he was kind of more of like a blunt force kind of guy, just going around swinging sharp objects at people or baseball bats or, you know, whatever, whatever he's got lying around. Um, but this time he kind of elevates to uh, master marksman. So long distances, he can 
shoot a harpoon directly into someone's eye. That's pretty good. Um, and also, uh, he can throw knives very well. He almost um, gets a direct headshot with a knife that he pulls out of his leg. So that's, you know, pretty good. Um, and, you know, not only that, but, like, he's problem solver. He got his hands stuck in a car window after he's grabbing at the girl and she rolls up the window to trap his hands and he's like, you know what? I'm just headbutting this thing and he smashes his face into it and it shatters and then he gets his hands free. So, gotta think on your feet in these situations. Um, and one thing I also noticed is that I don't know if this is canon, but it's possible that Jason uh, hates black people. Because, I mean, sure, he gruesomely kills everybody. Um, variety of creative ways. And, you know, lots of stabbings and hackings and whatnot. But towards the end of the movie, um, one of the biker gang guys... Um, he comes over out of the blue and he's like, hey, you know, I'm going to tear you to pieces or whatever. And Jason, you know, cuts off his hand and then he kills him. And usually that would be it. But he continues to just hack away at him. Like Mel Gibson in The Patriot. Like he just keeps going to town. And I realize it's probably just a story convenience. So that the girl can have enough time to um, get a little bit of an upper hand. But maybe not. Maybe he's just going the extra mile because he's um, a little bit on the racist side of things? Who knows? Um, I don't know if this question has ever been answered, and I don't know if it ever will be. But maybe you can weigh in if you feel like it. Who knows? Um, another thing I noticed about this one, and to be honest, well, not as much the first one, um, and the second one isn't so bad, but the th this one, I feel like all the girls looked exactly the same. Like, I didn't, it was hard for me to tell them apart a lot of the time. And if you asked me to name which one was which, I don't know. Who knows? Um, they're all just brunettes and similar faces I couldn't tell you which one was which. Um, so, I feel like that's also possibly a staple of horror movies in general, but, oh well. Um, so, one character I really liked in this one that also helped with that goofy mood I mentioned earlier was, uh, Shelly, um, the curly-haired kid, and 
he was a lot of fun goofing around and he also had some heart because you know he was like torn up inside and all that kind of stuff but um he kind of turns into an incel towards the end so I'm not really digging that um I liked him up until that point and I was like yeah why have to go and ruin it like that you know he could have been a good character but um that's just the way life goes sometimes so yeah I am definitely feeling tired even though I only woke up like seven hours ago maybe I mean I'm usually awake for another eight hours in general um I am feeling a little tired, so I'm going to grab an energy drink, and I'm hungry, so I'm going to eat some food, and I'm going to continue on into the unknown, because I have not seen these other ones, so I'll see what's in store for me going forward, uh, and I know vaguely what some of the stories are, but... Uh, and I did watch that documentary, so I kind of have a little bit of a hint of what I'm getting into. But I'm excited to see what's next. And to be honest, I'm already excited for this to be over because the prospect of nine more movies is a lot. I'm a quarter of the way through. So that's something. Anyway, catch you on the flip side with... Part 4, I think it's called The Final Friday. Alright, see you later.